What's going on, everyone? You're listening to the Monday Post Press Conference Recap, sponsored by the Branch Holly-Davidson in College Station. I'm Alex Miller with the Eagle, joined always by Travis L. Brown, Texas A&M coach Jimbo Fisher, and a couple A&M players. Looking back at A&M's loss to Ole Miss on Saturday, looking ahead to their game against the Florida Gators on Saturday this week. Uh, Before we get any further, I mean, we have some breaking news, and, and you might be wondering why we're wearing these snazzy Hawaiian shirts today. Yeah, big, big news today. The biggest news today is it's Robert Sesta's birthday of the Eagle, the man who always wears the Hawaiian shirt uh, when he's on the road. So happy birthday, Cease. Happy birthday, uh, Cease. The big 7-0 for him. Uh, he's getting old. He is getting old, getting but you didn't old. hear that from us. No. Anyway, let's get into some a football. Uh, Connor Wegman made his first start as A&M's quarterback on Saturday First true freshman to get his start since Kellen Mond in 2017. First time since 2002 A&M has started three quarterbacks in one season. Uh, Leighton Robinson and Jimbo Fisher each had a lot to say about Connor Wegman and his performance. Travis, what did you make of those comments? Yeah, you know, all throughout the season we've kind of asked about Connor throughout. They've said that he's a guy that's always seemed like he's ready to play, ready to get out there. I think he proved that uh, in, in the game Saturday. He said that he has a real calm demeanor, uh, and and he, he seemed to be – a lot of the guys – the comment seems that he's real real relatable real relational uh with the guys around him and i think that is what's helped them what's helped him bring out a little bit more uh in in some of those guys around him so uh, fisher said he liked the the reads and the the calls he was making I, i did think it was interesting on a related note um cease was asking about uh, Devon A. Chain, their their standout running back, and and he, he knows that the reason why they've gone away from the run sometimes, Fisher has said, is because they've leaned a little bit heavier on RPOs, and the reads that the quarterbacks have made have been passed because they've walked an extra guy up into the box instead of um, pat, instead of running the ball. Um, but he's Jimbo Fisher said you can't really have it both ways in RPO. If you're going to call RPO, you have to go with what the quarterback sees on the field. You can't say we're going to run this RPO play, but go ahead and hand it off anyway. Uh, and he said it's all a matter of getting the right amount of blockers in the box. You, he said no matter who you are, if you're one-on-one with the guy in the middle of the box, it, more likely than not they're going to have the advantage uh, in that situation. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's interesting that they have been playing. By, it makes sense that um, – teams would play the run more often on kind of an RPO type situation, take Devon A. Chain away and make A&M pass, but that plays back into Connor Wegman and the, how well he did on Saturday, passing the ball, throwing strikes, getting it around to a variety of receivers. You know, something we've talked about this season is, you know, what, is A&M's offense been too complex? Is it is it too complicated? Uh, an interesting observation Jimbo Fisher noted was that on A&M's last touchdown pass, Connor Wegman to Devon A. Chain up the sideline. That was Wegman's fourth read, and mm-hmm. so for those who wonder, can Anum's quarterbacks get through those progressions and get to those third and fourth guys? That that clearly was an example of one that worked in Anum's favor. One reason why it seems Anum's offense was better was because of improved offensive line play, and I think Layden Robinson kind of touched on why the Aggies may have had a better outing this last Saturday on the offensive line. Yeah, a little bit of continuity there. Uh, Cam Dewberry has uh, stepped up and, and done really well at, at the, uh, the the his position over there on the left side. Uh, uh, Matthew Wyckoff was a lot better this week uh, with those snaps. Um, just all around better continuity and improved plays. Is that, is that mostly what you heard from him too, Alex? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And, you know, kind of kind of touched on, uh, you know, how it can be kind of difficult to have some of that chemistry build when you have guys that 
had been starters that go out and you know that's something that AM looks to continue seems like this is going to be probably their five going forward as we hit the home stretch of this season AM's got four more games the month of November on the flip side though Anum's defensive line, they had a really hard time stopping the run against Ole Miss on Sunday, or excuse me, Saturday. Uh, and we heard from Albert Regis and what, what AM needs to do to try and get better in the run stop. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing they've said every week. It's fitting the, the, the gaps, which is basically on a run play, every defender has to take a different running lane that the running back can take and, and, and plug it up, stop it off, so there isn't room for the guy to run there. If one guy doesn't get into the right gap, then he's going to have a lane to run, and he's going to be undefended, at least through the line of scrimmage. Uh, he said they just haven't done that well this year. And I asked him, it seems like that's a mental mistake, which it is. Uh, how do you fix that? And he said it's just going back to film and uh, trusting the coaches. But a lot of it is, he said, some of it is an experience, just that ability to run the plays, run the, 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 the scheme without having to think about it, do it as muscle memory, uh, which he seemed to think will come with, with more experience. Well, Travis, a few housekeeping items. Jimbo Fisher touched on uh, some injuries and some guys who had been absent from last Saturday's game. Right. It was the same thing uh, with the reported suspensions of uh, Denver Harris, Chris Marshall, P.J. Williams, and Anthony Lucas. Didn't want to elaborate that on anymore. Uh, said L.J. Johnson and Amari Daniels are both still with the team, even though they um, didn't suit out Saturday. But they said it's not injury-related, and it wasn't anything to do with the other suspension uh, situation. Situation. Says he hopes to expect Antonio uh, Johnson back, um, but he uh, is day-to-day still. And Edrin Cooper, who was out, played a little bit last week, and they're hoping that he can be back uh, a, a little bit as well. One of the things I did want to touch on, too, is uh, special teams. Because throughout the season, there's been a lot of different miscues on special teams. Whether you go back and look at the too many men on the field at Alabama, there was a couple of false starts this week. There was the Caden Davis. They wanted him to drop in at the 10 or the 5, not hitting in the end zone. Moose Muhammad uh, not uh, catching that ball instead of letting it go. A few of those things. He doesn't have a d- designed special teams coach. That was, last time a has had one, was Jeff Banks under Kevin Sumlin, who's now uh, at University of Texas, was at Alabama for a while. All he said, kind of the point man for special teams is Tyler Santucci, but all of the different coaches have a role to play in that. Uh, and he said he doesn't feel the need to bring in any kind of special teams coordinator with one of those coaching positions with how they have it evenly distributed, despite the fact that this year there's been a lot of miscues on special teams. You know, AM's special teams, it seems, has been very hit or miss because for every perfect onside kick against South Carolina that gives you an opportunity to have a Hail Mary at the end of the game, uh, you have a failed kind of pooch squib kick at the end of the game that, you know, whereas Ole Miss may have had to try and field that, get pinned back inside the 20 to get at the 25, and, you know, Moose Muhammad not fielding a punt, uh, gives up about 15 yards of field position. So, you know, it's been a, it's been a mixed bag and just kind of very hit or miss. I mean, the App State game is a prime example. A&M had a kick return for a touchdown, missed a field goal, gave it up at the end. So, you know, just it's just been a little all over the place for the Aggies on special teams this year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they adjust to that moving forward and uh, adjust to it going into next season because with a team, especially before now, when they haven't been able to generate a whole lot of offense, a way to mitigate that is special teams, and they haven't really been able to necessarily take advantage of that, save for really maybe the, uh, the kick return 
uh, from from Devon A. Chain early in the season. You know, Anaya Smith not being able to go certainly hurts them in the punt return game, uh, even though Anias had some risky returns here and there. Uh, and teams, let's be honest, Devon A. Chain just hasn't been kicked to. They know, they know not to kick to him, knowing what he's capable of doing in the return game. You've seen a lot of kicks hit to Jalen Preston, and even Le'Veon Moss got in there against Ole Miss on Saturday at kick returner. So teams know what they're doing, it seems like. All right, Travis, I think it's going to wrap it up for us. Be sure to check the Eagle.com for all of our coverage of a and football leading up to their game against Florida this Saturday. For Travis Brown, I'm Alex Miller. We'll see you next time. Happy birthday, Cease. Happy birthday, Cease.